Do 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 do. Get your s'mores. All toasty and s'morey. Do 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 do. Welcome to S'more Adventures. On tonight's episode, Sadie, Sam, and I will talk about our D&D characters and our inspiration for them. Thanks, Sadie, for joining us on this episode. Woo! Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's talk about our, I guess, like, what brought you to D&D? So I haven't played D&D for about a year because I found that, um, I found it really hard to play online because I started D&D maybe three years ago, and I had just moved to Vancouver, and I didn't really know anyone. So D&D was actually kind of like a social, I don't know, it was was how I met a lot of friends, like that's how I met you guys. Um, That's how I made a lot of friends. It was kind of a a social thing that wasn't wasn't to do with work that was really nice. And that's kind of why I started it in the beginning. And it was through just, people that I knew played D&D and I was like oh that sounds fun I'll do that <laughs> and then I I joined a group and then uh, at the same time as Sam actually I think we started in that campaign on the same on the same day started on the same day in the same campaign I played once before like three years prior it was terrible <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on at all. And really, I didn't understand when we started playing with you. I didn't know. We had made a character with our DM like the night before. Basically, just trial by error. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't um, I don't think I actually even played in that first day because I had no idea what was going on. And I was because we were playing with a bunch of other people that had been in that campaign for a while. Yeah. So I was super intimidated. And I was like, I have no idea. Who are these? dwarves and orcs uh but after that like after a couple a couple sessions i got i got into it what uh campaign were you guys playing i think it's called against the cult of the reptile god yeah was that a is that a homebrew? i don't think it's a home, oh i think our dm had homebrewed a lot of stuff mm. but i think it's an older module that's not really fifth edition that he had converted himself for online. So what character did you play or decide to play? So I went with Gnome Bloodhunter, uh, which was, which a Bloodhunter isn't one of the main classes, but I had been going through um, the, I think the online like character builder. And yeah, and I was like, okay, I want to be like a little gnome. Um, and then I saw Bloodhunter and I was like, that is cool. I want to play that. Mainly because there there were some cool, like cool things that the Bloodhunter could do, like bring. So, okay, so my, my favorite thing, which I didn't get to use for the longest time and I kept trying, um, was my like puppet curse, where if someone died in front of me, I could bring them back from the dead and make them attack. Uh, another player um and it was my blood curse that's what it was was so you get blood curses as a blood hunter that was so so cool that when i started running my own campaign i made that an item i had blood cursed gloves that someone (laughs) could wear just so i could give a player that ability that's 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 how cool it was yeah i stole that from oh my gosh that's really cool (laughs) (laughs) he loved it so much he brought it back as an item yeah that's really nice that's awesome 
Um, but yeah, that was pretty much. And then I, and then I just kind of hashed out this backstory because I, I needed my character to be like pretty edgy and like tortured past esque. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I was like, she was in a, a troop of, I think she was a criminal. She's in like a troop of criminals and something went wrong in a village and there was some death and and all that. Um, so I made her really kind of, maybe I was just playing out my like teenage black hair dye version of myself. That's probably <laughs> what it was. I was reliving just being a, a little uh, kind of goth teenager. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty neat. At least you were playing a character. In hindsight, I'm pretty sure the druid that I made was just basically me. Like, oh, this is what I would do. Like, I wasn't really playing anything. I was just like, oh, I think this is the right answer. And that's what my player thinks, too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually, I don't think I roleplayed very much um, you know, that, that first character at all. It was basically like super metagamey. <laughs> just like, I mean, oh, I know that that's a trap, and therefore my player does too, so he's not going to go in first. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I like what someone said, because we've played a couple camp. Well, I don't know if we've played a couple campaigns together. I guess we have. We've yeah, also we played a bunch of one-shots. Yeah. And I think someone in our group at one point had commented, like, you really know, you really get to know a person when you see them make a couple characters, because you start to see what just isn't a character and is part of their personality. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh no, that's. I thought, I thought that was just a character thing that you liked, like morbid things. But no, that's just your you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you're just living out your fantasies or something. Like, oh, this is a character. <laughs> yeah. I swear, I swear. But I guess, I guess that's what yeah. D is. So, what was the inspiration for your first character? Even though it was you, basically, in. The Cosplay. Uh, I really wanted to try an Australian accent, and my character was based around that. <laughs> okay. And the idea that was sort of underpinning everything was that uh, he talked to everybody who would listen about this mythical land called Australia that was full of like these ridiculous creatures, like these mammal duck-billed things and like hopping kangaroos, and no one would believe him. Like in this fantasy world that has like dragons, people would hear the description of Australia and just assume he was making it up. <laughs> so he can, and he was trying to get back to his like homeland of Australia. He was kidnapped at some point. He was like, like basically fulfilling some sort of blood debt to free himself, which he did. He, he successfully guided uh, his troop to like Orlane and met like the, uh, the rest of the group. And that's how he got the Krakum stones, right? Yes, Krakum stones. <laughs> There's two of them. And they change color. <laughs> <laughs> what are Krykum stones? They're, they're sending stones, but with more flavor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had we had a pretty um, in depth like legend color code for all of the colors, involving specific colors for having lunch and also specific colors for just killing certain characters. There was one color specifically to kill like an NPC. I can't remember who it was. Um, the daughter, or the, the the young girl, basically. Yeah, there's a suspicious young girl <laughs> that half of us never trusted. So we yeah. had a whole color de dedicated to killing her on a whim. Because <laughs> about once per session, we would be like, we should just kill her. 
Yeah, I don't trust her. <laughs> she's <laughs> off to something. <laughs> End up killing her? No, I think she's, she survived. Have you guys mentioned on the podcast the the name of your character and how that is now the name of your dog? Oh, yeah. I, I guess this is the time. This is the time and place to do it. Yeah, the, the name of my character is Crycom, and it came from just like a bastardized version of Kangaroo <laughs> and Crikey, uh, the legendary Steve Irwin's uh, famous quotation. <laughs> So we came up with Krika, and then when we picked up our very first puppy, we needed a name, and uh, we're not sure why, but he just kind of had a forest druid aura to him. Yeah. <laughs> so we named him after my very bland D&D character. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, he is very forest druid-like. He's able to run into a forest, acquire every element within five minutes, mm -hmm. attach it to himself, and come out camouflaged. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah he's very at home in forest too like we he just he's never run away he's always had this, this natural recall ability which he does not have in dog parks or on beaches but just in forest he's like at one with nature yes very druidesque he's very graceful yes <laughs> but he's not on other terrains no. like you see him in the apartment you're like that's a clumsy big stupid dog <laughs> <laughs> but he's in his element in the forest like, that's what he's meant to <laughs> He's meant to yeah, so he definitely absorbed that name. It's uh, really meant for him. Yeah, he's lived <laughs> up to the <laughs> to the famous D and D character. And he has an Australian accent. He yes, does. he does in his barks. <laughs> yeah, his bark is more of a cranky. <laughs> I might be imagining that. <laughs> the first character I've ever played wasn't something that I I made up. I think I guest starred in, in your guys' campaign that you're just talking about right now. I was a pixie. Do you remember? I got yeah. That was such a fun. Question. Yeah, I got like one sheet handed to me, and I was just like furiously reading through it. Like, okay, I'm this pixie, and I just have to absorb everything that I know from this one sheet, and that's it. And I was so nervous. I kept like giggling because I was so nervous about being around everyone that's like well seasoned that has been playing for a while, and I just like show up. But it worked because like pixies are you know, quieter, they giggle a whole bunch. So it kind of worked and everyone thought I was really playing up the pixie and like, oh, she's doing so well. I was like, just my nerves. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that was a really fun session. You did great with that. And that was uh, like, really memorable. Came in and then that's the session where we um, we use you to create the orc grenades. Yeah. yeah. Right, so where I, you, you polymorphed an orc into a bunny. A chicken. A chicken. Yeah. And yeah. then we went to a barn with a bunch of enemies in it, and then we like snapped the chicken's neck like a grenade, just threw it in, and then it reverted back to orc form. And then, and started then thrashed to... the whole oh, barn. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. And that I was... was a campaign highlight for sure. It was, yeah, it was really good. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. This is like how every session is. This is amazing. Yeah, that was the best I session. Can't it's all wait. downhill. <laughs> I can't wait to keep playing. <laughs> Well, because it was a Friday night too, and we we had pizza and beer, and I think we went till like two in the morning or something. Yeah. At a certain point, we we're like, oh, I guess we should finish, but we we're like, but we just threw an orc grenade. Yeah. <laughs> we need to we see. Have to keep going now. Oh yeah, we gotta keep going. And then my actual real first character was a bard tiefling, and her name uh, is Atreides, and I got that name from one of. From Dune. From Dune, yeah. 
this might be interesting, the name of my character, the Blood Hunter, was Ren. And I chose that because, so her backstory was like, I said she was with these criminals, got involved in some shit, and I'm sorry, can I swear on this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the worst I'll say. There's no one's reporting us for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Still safe for work. Yeah. Don't report me. Um, she, and then she, yeah, basically got involved in some stuff um, that ended up harming a family member of hers. Mm-hmm. So, and then she went into her like dark emo blood hunter phase. But I was looking up names and I wanted a name that actually meant something. And so the name Renata means redemption. And so I shortened, uh, but I didn't really love that name. So I shortened it to Ren. No offense to any Renatas, but listen to the podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. But yeah, that's how I picked her name. And then she was just Ren. That's cool. I thought I thought you just looked at Penny like a uh, friend, <laughs> <laughs> like an, like a pen. Yeah. Oh my just, gosh, on the tabletop. Pen, Ren, uh, raper. No. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Ren Rapel. Ren Rapel. Oh Stabby Ren. Yes. Stabby stab. Yeah. yeah. No one knows that actually. I never told anyone that. Yeah, it's the first time I'm here. Oh, that's awesome. That is interesting. Uh, Intel for you. (laughs) Yes, I'm so glad you shared that with us. It's amazing. Yeah, my first character, I didn't give her too much of a backstory because I didn't didn't really know how depth I should go or like if it would even matter really. I just gave a bard a little bit of um, like stage fright, (laughs) but I didn't really keep up to it because the campaign that we were playing in, she couldn't perform all that much. So I think she only really performed once in the campaign because we were mostly in the jungle or stuck in tombs and she would just play and annoy her allies and friends, but not really like other patrons. In the campaign, there just wasn't really much to it. But yeah, it was a learning curve for me for sure because bards are squishy. And honestly, I would just like, pull out my rapier and charge into battle. <laughs> I would get hit once and then fall down. I'm like, why does this keep happening? I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. And then I definitely had to change my tactic because uh, death saves are for real. <laughs> <laughs> and I only lasted up to about level six or nine, something like that. And I died in a tragic um, tomb thing. Uh, can you help me out with the details, the lore? You were annihilated in the Tomb of Annihilation. I was <laughs> annihilated in the Tomb of Annihilation. by several swarms of insects. It sounds pretty bad, but I would like to say that it was super heroic and I saved a couple of my um, team members. So I had escaped the tomb first. And I was like, everyone, let's go, we gotta go. And I jumped out of the rabbit hole first and then it came back and, and then everyone was still stuck and they were trying to roll to get out, but they just kept rolling really poorly. So it was my turn again. So I went back into the tomb, which was probably my first mistake. <laughs> I was like, I'm already safe. Why did I go back in? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I went back in and then um, one of the characters, he became unconscious. So I um, tied us both together and then throw, threw a rope up top. And then gave the two people up top like inspiration to help us get up. They rolled poorly, right? Yes. And then as they're pulling us up, I couldn't really um, 
you know, cut the rope for the unconscious guy because that would be pretty brutal. So there was a, like a split moment. I'm like, okay, they can't save us both. It's one or the other. So I jumped off myself and the weight gave away and they were able to pull him up. So then my character fell down and got murdered. Eaten. <laughs> very heroic. Very heroic. <laughs> I would say very heroic. Very noble. So that's definitely a highlight of mine and my character even dying for the first time. It was tragic. I cried a little. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I know this is make-believe and this is just like something of my imagination, but I was devastated that I had to make that call. I was pretty beat up about it. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing this. You, you get really attached to your characters. Like, yeah. 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 It grows with you, right? So each time you level up, like you get to choose yeah. and evolve this character. Like it's it's you, right? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty tragic for sure. It's like, oh my god. Then it came back as a um, half elf paladin, and she was pretty, pretty badass. So I liked her. Her name was Ursula. Nice. <laughs> Wench from Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to make sure your characters don't have like total 100% morals all the time. Yeah, yeah. it makes it more interesting. Because you can't predict. Yeah, the second character I, I made, I made an effort to make him, you know, bit different from me and just more of a jerk and then he had a really good uh, dynamic with uh, Nima's bird character where he would just make oh, as yeah. many bird puns as possible because oh, he's yeah, playing yeah. an and then his character was just like the jolliest happiest character unless he made a bird pun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that, that poor guy he only lasted six or seven sessions before he fell off a cliff due to a slow moving rhino just <laughs> Which at no point attacked us. At, at no, no point. Yeah. point. <laughs> at no point is he's, he's the rhino grazing on a narrow mountain pass. Like, well, I'll climb around it to not disturb it. <laughs> and then he falls to your do. <laughs> what kind of character were you? You fell to your do? An artificer. <laughs> oh man, that's so bad. What was your name? Uh, Wudu Hoodoo. <laughs> pretty good. Voodoo Voodoo, a artificer that plummeted to his death because he was trying to let a wild rhino just graze. Yeah. <laughs> you were trying to do something so nice. It didn't seem like a life, life, life or death situation. <laughs> Turned out to be one though. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sad. It was a 900 foot fall, I believe. Level 2 character. Didn't really stand a chance. Yeah, I didn't stand a chance. I think, didn't Bird go down to look at your remains at one point? And yeah, there was wasn't... Puddlefied, I think was the word that was <laughs> There wasn't much left. I, I kind of want to play Ren again, because I did really like playing her. She was a really fun character to play, especially because she was, like, not at all optimized, but got to do some cool stuff, because I think most blood hunters aren't gnomes, but there was some neat stuff that we did with, like, I think at one point, a couple of our characters threw Ren up onto the side of the castle wall to assassinate right. guards. Death yo yo, I remember that. Yes, yeah, yeah. What? The yo yo of death, the gnome yo yo of death. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> um, We had like a Colossus character who was super strong, and then I think we enhanced his strength ability. 
and we tried to spring to Ren and just got him to throw Ren up like 20 feet to the, the walls of a castle, latch onto a guard, stab him in the neck, and then pull him off. And oh it, worked. it worked. And it worked? Yeah. That's that was the coolest thing I'd ever done in that campaign. And it was my, it was the only redeeming thing I had before I led us all into getting killed. <laughs> oh yeah, her first TPK. <laughs> oh no. We frontal assaulted the obvious trap. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, but yeah, so I'd like to play her, but at a higher level, because we, I think we only stayed at level three. Yeah, after you, after we were still at level four, I think. Okay, yeah. I forget about all the D&D we've played. Uh, yeah, we went on for a long time, that first campaign. Yeah. I forgot about it until we started talking about it. Mm-hmm. All like those weird sessions come back. Yeah, I got to play a druid, and all I did was moonbeam. It was great. Lily <laughs> <laughs> and moonbeam. It was like the best. I can't keep track of anything else. I'm just gonna moonbeam. <laughs> don't die, don't die. It's not my character. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sadie, for coming on and talking about D&D with us. If you guys enjoyed some more adventures, we have a website with a ton of links. We got an Instagram link, we got a Twitter link, we got a TikTok link. We might even have a LinkedIn, just for fun. I mean, it's truly professional. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Happy roasting! Do 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 do.